You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This was a question that was asked in 1990. Questions, similar questions like this were asked uh, at other times, and I'll show you, especially in Eretz Yisrael. What was the question? But this could happen in America as well. There's nothing wrong. The baby's born, regular birth, not a C-section. The meal is supposed to be Shabbos. However, um, the place where the baby is around is a section of town which is far away from where the Moilam live. Maybe it's a big spread out city. Maybe it's a total different city. So there's no Moil in the area for Shabbos. The Ekev Amerchak ain gam if shoris shiyavu amoyo libris v'yoshev lebeisa, and because of that, no moyo is actually going to make the walk back and forth, and therefore, there's a problem. What are we supposed to do? So, Avi Animo, the father said, "I'll tell you what we'll do. You live uh, a couple miles away in this other neighborhood. We'll come to you." And you know what? We're going to rent a hall near where you live, and you can come on Shabbos. It's not a problem. But the Moyles said no. Why? Because he knew that it was going to be Chil Shabbos, right? Uh, the, the the family would come. Uh, it sounded like they were even talking about bringing the baby there on Shabbos. So therefore, he didn't want it to happen. So the, now the Moyle asked the Shiva, what should he do? He's in a bind. He can't go over there. He doesn't. And again, we'll talk about why he doesn't go there for Shabbos. But the question now is, should you, is the best thing to do is to push the bris to Sunday. And this way, again, obviously the family isn't from, the family of the child isn't religious. And, you know, they're, they're in a situation, what should you do? Um, or is it very important to do the bris bismanic? So, um, this question was actually dealt with by a number of authorities. This was a shayla that was asked to Eretz Chemda, that was, as I mentioned, and you looked in the inner in the invitation tonight, that was from uh, the, under under the auspices of Shol Yisraeli. However, it seems here there's also the Rabbanut gave an official answer to this question as well, which we're going to read here in the footnotes, and you'll see in a second. The first thing to realize, uh, the authors tell us is that you do everything, when a baby's born on Shabbos, you do everything that's relevant for the bris to be done on Shabbos, but not things that are not relevant to the bris. In other words, things that are essential, that a bris can't happen without, are machal Shabbos. We're going to be learning in Dafyom. We're going to get the whole parak about this. But things that are not exactly tzorche abris, even though... They are the things that precede that, what we call machshire mila. Those are not deich Shabbos. Okay. If, however, it's a mila shaloy bismana, then all chilu Shabbos is off. Now, let's say the Shulchan Aruch says that imloy hevi izemel mila me'er Shabbos. Let's say they did not bring the mila knife to where the baby is supposed to be. How could that happen? Well, it could happen. Oh, we forgot. The mail is ready to come, but there's how's he going to get to the house? The only way we can get there is carrying a knife in Rishul Sarabim. You can't do that. 
What about if it's not a Rishus HaRabim? Let's say the area from the Moyo's house where he can bring the knife or someone else can bring the knife for the Moyo to use is only a Carmelis. And therefore, all there is is an Easter Dirabonon in that case. So what about an Easter Dirabonon? Would there be a problem? Chazal say yes. So even now it turns out, now it turns out because of an Easter Dirabonon, the baby is not going to be having their bris today. And we know that not having a bris, although you don't get the chorus right away, it's the type of thing if a person spends his whole life and doesn't have a bris mila, then there's a din chorus that kicks in. So you see how homer this thing is, that even though there's a tremendous mitzvah, one of the greatest mitzvahs you can do, if there's an isra derabonin involved in doing it, like bringing the knife, which is not the etzim in the mila, it's not like the actual cutting, it's not like the actual applying the medication that needs to be ground up, whatever it needs for the baby, it's something which is a machshir, but there's an Easter Rabbanon to do it. You cannot do that. And therefore, L'chorah, the, the post can write, the Eretz Chem, the people write, Ein la'avar afal Easter Rabbanon bahavos tinoik l'mokam amila. Even if there's an Easter only the Rabbanon. You want to say a goy drove you, it was only a goy driving, it was not a, them taking the car, they made the Uber from beforehand. Even an Easter the Rabbanon is not done in order to get the bris happening. Now, um, so he quotes here that the Rabbanus Aroishis gave a psak, the Rabbanut. Now I see here in the footnote that the person who said the psak was Rav Mordechai Sasson. So I looked him up last week, and it turns out that he's a very famous Yerushalmi Moel. I believe it's in Yerushalmayim. Uh, if you if you clicked on, uh-oh. if you clicked on what I sent out. If you clicked on what I sent out, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> I seem to have lost my, my shear here for a second. Let me find it again. Um, if you clicked on what I sent out, you'll find a, uh, a description of, uh, of him um, and a very nice picture and a, a safer that he wrote. So let's take a look at what he wrote. What he wrote was, uh, he, he was the Mephakeach of and he said the following. If you can get the baby to come to the bris without a chilu Shabbos, then do the bris bismanoi. Now, what about the uncle? What about the brother? What about others? They will drive there. And there's definitely the possibility that not only will they drive there, but there will be other chilu Shabbos bismana suda. Why? Because it's not a religious family. But what's going to happen? They're going to do tizmoret. They're going to bring an orchestra. Sivumim. They're going to take pictures. They're going to take movies. They're going to take out their cell phones. Now, now, but still, even though that's going to happen, you still do the bris. Now, if you know, but if the baby gets there only with a Chilu Shabbos, even a Chilu Shabbos to Rabbanon, then you go it. So it really depends. Is the baby here without Chilu Shabbos? Then I don't 
I'm not going to necessarily register about everything else, even though my seichel tells me that stuff is going to happen. It's a halachic walking the line. Now, I just want to read a little bit more here, and then we're going to get to the explanation. So, therefore, if you realize that they're deaf, they're not staying over. They are going to bring the baby. You tell them, the moyo, whoever's in charge, we're going to have the bris on Sunday. If, however, the moyo explains it to the family, and they actually do, the moyo knows, what they do in that house, I don't know. But they stay in a house close by, and there's no Chil Shabbos in how they brought the baby uh, to the whatever the shul that they are going to do the bris or whatever place they're going to do the bris. Then you do the bris. Afim you do a Even if they know that there will be people driving. Now, however, the Rabbanut said, and again, this was the Psak the Rabbanut gave. And they gave it through this Rav Mordechai Soson. They said, And if there is a rabbi there, tell the parents how choshev it is, try to tell them how this moment is so important, how his eventual future will change. Try to explain it that it would be so beautiful if there wouldn't be. We're not trying to change you, but this could affect the baby's whole uh, future. Um, and what else should the male be clear about? The male, the rov, needs to say, look, obviously we're not going to, we're to control you with the meal. You've rented out the hall in the back to eat. But while the ceremony is occurring, we're not going to have any tzilum. <laughs> There's not going to be any uh, movies being taken or nikina. That the, they have to be makbid on. Um, now, uh, if you take a look here in the footnote, I'm going to make it a little bit larger so you'll be able to see it even better. So he writes uh, in the footnote, they write in the footnote, obviously the responsibility to give a bris to a, 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 a uh, child is the father's din. The moyo is always a shliach of the father. So if the father brings the child by driving, or any other even iser, the rabban having a goy drive him, so the father is being over an iser. So Obviously, the father halachically shouldn't do it. Now, the moyo can't be say, "Well, I'm just your shliach. You're driving. I'm your shliach," <laughs> because the moyo is being over with naiver. The moyo is being over with naiver by agreeing to have the mila being done, because it turns out he's the father's shliach. In a way, he's sort of causing the father to do an avera, and therefore, if that's the only, if the child can't get there now. Let's talk about the Chiddush and the Psaq. The Chiddush and the Psaq is that even though you know there's going to be Chilul Shabbos, you still do it. So the footnote, the footnote they point out that this is a machlekas. Yesh mokam You could say 
the male, the baby's here, the father's here, the mother's here. They're doing their job. And therefore, their job, they know how to do the bris. The baby's here. So therefore, they do the chiyuv, even beyond my Shabbos. That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is, we should look at the big picture and say, let's push this off. We know that this is going to be turned into an event of Chilu Shabbos. It's better for the baby to have the bris on the next day. But it's interesting that the Rabbanut paskin the first way, not the second way. Now, I'm doing a little research on this. I discovered that there's actually a machlekes of, of, of people that we've talked about here in this in this fine-tuned halacha. Chaim David Halevi, who I've mentioned last week a lot, says the following, and you can take a look. He was He, he says here, the... Now we'll scroll up. Again, should you push the Mila on a baby that's born on Shabbos to Sunday when you know there's going to be Chilo Shabbos? So he says, this question has already been dealt with by the G'dayu Rabbeinu of Ardor. And there's some who say it should be pushed off. Some say it shouldn't be pushed off. He says, Advarim Aruchim. Advarim Aruchim. <laughs> it's a big discussion. But I'm going to give you a quick psak. He says, this is what I think, and this is what I've told Moilin. You do not push off the meal because of the chashash of Chilu Shabbos. The main reason is because it's a mitzvah for the baby to have the bris today. Now, if the father is Shremer Mitzvah, the other family members are not, so what should you do? Tell them we're not making a big deal. Tell the father that don't make such a big invitation, don't tell people about it, explain it to him. Um, and if they want, they can make the party for the baby celebrating the mitzvah on Sunday. But we don't tell them, Amod v'chato, Velo no marlo, Amod v'chato, Levato mitzvah sasei medaraisa. Okay. Okay. So you don't tell him, um, oh, you go ahead and um, uh, we're not going to do the bris. What about the fact the parents aren't from, but they want to have a bris for the baby? They're going to be Machal Shabbos anyway today. So Rav Chaim David says, We know that this is a mitzvah say on the Bezdin as well. And therefore, it's part of the community's responsibility. And therefore, all right, um, we're going to do the bris. If he wants to be Machal Shabbos, let him be Machal Shabbos. So what does Chaim David Alevi say you should do? You should say, look, and that's sort of what you saw from the Psaq of the Rabbanut as well. So the Rabbanut really follow Rab Chaim David Alevi here. He says, what they do before and after the bris, it's not his business. Now that's the Psaq from Chaim David Alevi, and the Rabbanut sort of is pretty much in the same boat, only to the point they only make one difference with Rab Chaim David. They say the they, the moil cannot, 
the male has to be sure the baby came to the ulam without Chilul Shabbos. Otherwise, the Moel has been over with Me'ivir by allowing the father, because he's only a shliach of the father. So, Chaim David Alevi, I would say, Paskins, even if the father is going to bring the baby on Shabbos with Chilul Shabbos, you do the bris on Shabbos, and that's it. Um, Rab Vosner, and you can see here, Rab Vosner, who was the, was the Paisik of, of the Chesidah Shechevron B'nai Brak, uh, I think one of the poskeador, one of the greatest poskim that we had uh, in the last, latter part of the 20th century and the early part of this century, he says, if you know that there's going to be Chilul Shabbos, whether it's from Uncle Irving or whatever it is, he says clearly, Mutav And he brings the same raya that they bring about the Zema, which is only the Rabbanon. And therefore, he says, if it has to do with the baby coming or tzilumim, or if it has to do with the fact you know they're going to take pictures, and if you know even if it's mishasa suda, so there we have really the two uh, the two extremes. We have Rav Vosner's psak, we have Rav Chaim David Alevi's psak, and then you have the Rabbanut in the middle, and uh, they definitely seem to be more nota to uh, Rav Chaim David Alevi with one. Caveat. I want to go back with one uh, interesting aspect, which is the following. What about the, the, the payment uh, for the mail? Um, let's say there is a, a, a bris on Shabbos. And this happens in Elizabeth a lot. It happened with my son, my grandson, Yonatan. The ancient mail el acheres. There is no moil here. The only moil in, in, in that situation was, uh, as you know, and he, he, he should have a, he should have a full shleim. I think he, he had COVID. I hope he's all right, Rav uh, Lubavik. Uh, uh, um, so, Ha'av, Eino Yochel Lachayim Esam Moyo Lishpos Bimkoma. The father can't call up and say, you have to be here for Shabbos. Ela, what him can you shalim? He's got to pay him way. He's got to pay. He's got to pay him nicely for coming. He can't say you've got a mitzvah to do. And here, I just want to read from uh, the the Hayrah of Rav Shol Yisraeli on this uh, on this uh, situation. Rav Shol says that obviously the mitzvah is the father's. Um, if the moyo uh, is and you can get him to come, the father has to pay all of the payments for the moil to stay uh, in, in, in a good way. And, and if he's got to leave his family, so you've got to take that into consideration. The fact that his family will suffer from him not being there. And therefore, you, the father, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to pay the normal bris price that the Moilim take, what they usually take. They're, they're, that needs to be in consideration, and that's part of Roshol Yisraeli Zatzal said that needs to be 100% clear. Why? What about the fact that it's a mitzvah? Let it, you can't really charge for doing a mitzvah, because it says, Ma'ni b'china, ma'vata and we know, by the way, I think he also passed away, Moshe, uh, from COVID. You know, I'm talking about Rami. I think Rami Cohen also uh, passed. He was the one who never took any money, right, officially. 
And I think he did your one of you. He did a bris for you. I think so, Moshe. Right. So anyway, Rami Cohen from Staten Island, who was uh, very close to the Rimnitz the Rebbe, um, and uh, a Talmud Chochem, and a Moyo, a Moyo, a Boki, a Moyo. Um, you're not supposed to take money for a bris. So still, there's other, not the money for the bris itself. But what about the fact, the other Haitzos uh, that come out, not the bris itself, that are, that are connected to the bris? And he quotes the Ramban, which uh, I didn't get a chance to look at, but obviously those things need to be, need to be paid. Now you can't taina that, well, um, the father's a bum. The father doesn't want to pay the moyel to come. So now it's the community's chiyuv. And therefore, uh, maybe the community should pay the moyel some extra money for him to go do this bris. In other words, let's say the community knows that the, it's the, uh, it's the uh, Besden of that community. They realize there's areas that are far away that no from people live, but they have to uh, give money from the community chest for the moyel to go do it because this baby needs to get his bris. And the father's not willing to pay for the moyo to go out there. So the moyo can now go to the community to pay for it. So he says, Rav Shal Yisrael, he says, that's not true. Because when is it the community's mitzvah? The community's mitzvah is the day of Shabbos, for example. That it's Shabbos and, and it looks like the baby isn't getting the bris. That the father is saying at home and the father's refusing to give the bris. So, and the father is saying, no, I'm not doing it. So on that day, if that would be the case, Besden would step in and do the bris at that time. But if you think about it, if the father doesn't bring the baby, they're not here. The baby's not here. So it can't be their mitzvah to do. So if you have a situation where the, the male is not willing to go, because it's, it's going to be too much of a tircha, unless he gets paid really well, and the father's refusing to pay. So in that case, you're at a cul-de-sac. The, the, the Besden doesn't, the city doesn't have to pay the mayo and give the mayo the money, and it gets pushed to the first day. However, Rav Shol Yisraeli said, let's say the reason the father's not paying is because Imamish doesn't have money. Um, he, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't have those means to pay what the mayo wants. I want to tell you, when I wanted to give uh, Yonatan a bris uh, on Shabbos, we were talking about like 500 or seven, I don't know what it was, but it was a huge amount of money that they wanted, uh, a, a hush of a mayo to come and stay in, in Elizabeth for Shabbos. So if that's the case, where the, the parent doesn't have the money to pay, and he's really very in a very big bind, so then the mitzvah is before Shabbos. So then the Bezdin and the city could step in. Then they could say, okay, uh, the Moyo, you are going to do the bris, but the Bezdin, and they realize that, that the guy doesn't have the money to pay, so that the Bezdin has to decide, the Bezdin has to worry about that, and they can make a special collection to pay for the Moyo to uh, go and stay for Shabbos in that area, whatever the going rate would be in that situation. Now, however, Shol Yisraeli, with his wisdom, says that in such a case, 
they shouldn't tell the father, you're out of the picture. We're doing the mitzvah for you. They should say, we are going to give a gift to you. You're not religious. You're not so much part of the community or whatever. You don't have the money. We're going to give you a gift. Our gift is we're going to pay on your behalf the moyo. And this way, it's still going to be the father's mitzvah. Because that, of course, would would make the father feel much more connected to the situation. If the father feels that the Besden came in and took away his whole mitzvah, then again, it's obviously the chances of it really lasting and making a big impression on the family are going to be small. So in such a case, if, the, if, the, if we're talking about uh, there, the community should reach out to this man and say, look, we are going to pay. That's our gift to you. And it's going to be your mitzvah. Um, another question that comes up, of course, would be, let's say there's not, there's more than one moil. There's a number of moilin. So, what, and each one passes the buck to the other one. <laughs> each one says, no, I won't go. No, he should go. Send to this guy. Go to that guy. Um, so over there, um, over there, there is a question of what to do. Yesh od ladon, if this, if, 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 if a person could do it, and he throws the ball to someone else, is he being over a lav, being over an assay, not fulfilling it in that in that type of situation? Anyway, so that is what Reb uh, Shol Yisraeli uh, gave us. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.